Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show, a podcast and YouTube series hosted by real estate investor, author, and coach Brian O'Neill. Tune in each week as we interview business owners who have successfully planned and executed their W2 Prison Break. You'll hear their stories, learn about their challenges, and what ultimately pushed them over the edge and gave them the courage to break free. Most importantly, you'll discover they are not much different than you. Listen in each week as we give you useful insights and action items to start your W-2 prison break and get you on the path you were always meant to be on. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the W-2 Prison Break Show. So glad that you're tuning in every week and helping to support our mission to inspire and educate 1 million people to leave their jobs and start the business of their dreams by the end of 2026. So if you are supporting this mission and getting behind it, please do leave us a rating and review. It really helps us to reach more people. We really want to get to that 1 million. So thank you for your support and for tuning in each week. It's just going to be me today. And the topic that I wanted to talk about was the advice that I would give to my younger self. I'm getting closer to about 50 years of age and I've been through a lot in my life. I've had a lot of challenges. I've had a lot of struggles. I've had a lot of success. I've had a lot of happiness, you know, all over the board. And as I look back, I say, hey, what would I tell Brian? What would I tell the 30-year-old Brian or the 20-year-old Brian, even the 40-year-old Brian, right? Or even the Brian just a few years ago. And I thought it would just be a great discussion here today. And it really comes down to like four or five things. But the first thing that I would say to the younger version of myself, and I would encourage all of you to do this, evaluate this, is like, hey, man, it's going to be okay. You got to quit being afraid. I lived most of my life in fear. Fear ran my life. And a lot of it was subconscious. Like you don't even realize it's happening, which is something that you need to be conscious of, right? You need to understand like, hey, why am I stuck in this place that I'm in? For me, it was the same job for you know 17 years and being away from my family and being away from my son and missing him grow up. And my income had plateaued and I really knew that I wanted more. I wanted more. I stated that I wanted more, but I was too scared to move forward. There was too many what ifs. I like I what ifed myself to death and I needed to start doing the opposite, which was like, hey, what if this actually does work out? Like, what if all this stuff that I'm dreaming about in my head and thinking about like, hey, it would be so awesome if I had my own, own real estate business, if I didn't have to fly on planes anymore. Or if my son never had to say that to me again, because he told me he hated when I was gone, then maybe the outcome would have been different and much sooner. And it's always easy to go back and say, hey, if I would have just done that, right? But the reason I'm sharing this is because I want you, if you're listening, to acknowledge the fact that likely the reason that you're not where you want to go or that you're not where you want to be is because you're letting outside factors run your life. And fear is one of them, like the fear of losing money, the fear of looking stupid, the fear of failure, which by the way, there is really no such thing as failure. Okay. I mean, if you look at it from that angle, you're not failing. It's like, Hey, you're supposed to try stuff and not succeed. 
you'll get there eventually if you stick with it and keep trying. But there's no like, I failed, I look stupid, I got to quit. I'm not going to do that. I tell this story a lot and I didn't originate this, but again, when you look at a child, you look at a baby trying to walk, okay, they'll do it hundreds and hundreds of times. They'll get up, fall down, get up, fall down, get up, fall down. It's over and over again. And eventually they learn to walk. And whatever thing it is that you want to do, you can apply the same exact principle to that. Eventually you will succeed as long as you don't give up. You only fail if you quit. If you don't quit, then there's no failing. All right. So that w- that's what I would have said to Brian. Hey, man, quit being afraid. It's going to be okay. What's the worst that could happen? And what if it does work out? Like, what if this actually works out? What if you succeed? Instead of being like, what if it doesn't work out? What if it does? What does that look like? How's that going to make you feel? What's it going to do for your family? What's it going to do for the, for the other people in your life? Think it from that angle. The second thing that I would have told him was ask for help. Okay. Ask for help much sooner. All right. I was too stubborn. I was too egotistical to ask for help. I don't know what it is. This is this is me. I don't, I don't know if this relates to you or not. If this lands with you, you know, certainly feel free to send me an email or reach out to me. But we have coaches and mentors all our lives growing up. We're playing sports, we're in church, we're in school, whatever it is that we're doing. We have people helping us, our parents. Like there's always help. There's always mentorship. There's always people helping us, coaches. I went to college, you know, got out of school, got a job. I was like, all right, I'm good. I got it all figured out now. I'm 22 years old. I know everything. I don't need anybody's help. And as a result of that mentality, which carried well into my 40s, I stayed in the same spot. I went nowhere. Okay. And that's when fear started to run my life. I started my real estate business. I named it. At the time of this recording, I think I named it in 2000. I named it eight years ago. Eight years ago. And I didn't start it until seven years after that. So after I hired a coach, after I finally got fed up and I quit being afraid, I stopped letting fear run my life, I had basically fast forwarded my timeline from eight years down to nine months because I hired a coach who helped me with the fear piece. Okay. I'm no longer afraid. If I make mistakes, I got somebody that helps me. And the speed is there. Like he already knew how to do what I was doing. He'd already had proof of concept success. So I said, okay, I'm either going to just be in the, this job for the rest of my life, or I'm going to have somebody help me do it. Then I hired a coach to help me with some of my blocks about money, which we all have, whether you choose to believe it or not, we all have blocks and fears around money. Money is bad. I had a coach help me with that. Super helpful. And I have a counselor. I still see a counselor to this day. I've been seeing one for almost five years and there isn't anything wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me, right? I mean, I just it's nice to go have somebody else's unbiased perspective who doesn't necessarily live with you or know you or is worried about you know saying something that might offend you. It's a great outlet to have. I'm actually going today, okay, after I record this episode and then another one I have later today. So I still do that and I recommend it for anyone. It's just such a tremendous outlet. I will never be without a coach again, ever for the rest of my life. I can promise you that just because of what it's done for me and how fast I'm able to move and the breakthroughs that you're able to get. So if you're thinking about not having a coach, I would ask you why, like, what is your issue? Is it money? 
Because if it's money, I'm going to be super blunt with you here. Think about all the money you waste on buying stuff that doesn't matter, that pays you no return, stuff that doesn't matter. I was this person buying cars, buying houses, stupid stuff to go in the houses. It doesn't make any difference, but I refuse to invest in myself. One of the biggest mistakes of my life was that I refused to invest in myself because I was egotistical and I thought that I knew everything, yet I would spend $30,000 on a patio, by the way, that we barely even use anymore. So think, just think about the stuff that you spend your money on and look at asking for help sooner. Be vulnerable. You don't know it all. You never will. And if you do, you're in the wrong room. Get in the room where you're the dumbest, okay, or one of the dumbest. All right, number three, I love this one, is having a serve others first mentality. I was the complete opposite for most of my life. It was me, 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 money, money, money. It was, you know, eat or be eaten. Like that was my mentality. And that was the wrong way to live life. And it got me nowhere. Again, that coupled with the fear and the refusal to have a coach kept me in the same place. It also filled me up with anger, resentment, and regret. All right. And it wasn't until, by the way, a coach and mentors helped me with the service first mentality is that you have to give, you have to give your time. You have to give you, you know, this isn't about money. I'm not talking about giving a bunch of money away. I mean, people do that, but I'm talking about giving your time and serving others first, like putting other people ahead of you. Now, let me caveat that too. One of the biggest priorities in my life is health and fitness, right? And taking care of myself so that I can serve other people and help other people and do the things that I want to do, which will ultimately get me to the point where, you know, I'll have better relationships and I'll have more money. Like, yeah, sure. There's an angle there, but leading with service. I learned this from several people and David Nurse, if you don't know who he is, has this attitude of just giving your time to other people. And I'm telling you, if you start doing that, if you truly lead with serving others first, and being giving of your time, again, you got to protect your time. You don't want everybody to take it away from you. You'll be amazed at what happens. Watch what happens when you start to, now it's not going to be an overnight thing, but you'll start to see the effect of giving your time and your dollars and your knowledge to others. It'll come back to you in a lot of different ways. It'll come back to you with, hey, Brian, that was just so awesome. That had such a huge impact on my life. And a lot of it can just come from sharing what's inside of you. You know, I share my story all the time about my journey, leaving my W-2 to where I am now. And I'll continue to do that. And although I've shared the story multiple times, every time I tell it, somebody ultimately says to me, hey, that really impacted me. What you said about your son really impacted me. I'm in a similar situation. What would you suggest? Now you got people asking you for help. And it's pretty powerful. And I really would encourage you to do that, to find that thing that you have that you can share with the world, right? Because someone needs to hear it. I promise you. If you have a story, there's people who need to hear it. All right. The last thing that I would say to the younger version of myself was to go easy, to go easy on myself, right? I was way too hard on myself. And I really refused to forgive myself for stuff that I had done in my life, okay, in my past. And I felt like I wasn't deserving enough. And I felt I wasn't 
worthy, not good enough. Again, this is all stuff that helped my counselor help me uncover. And I was didn't even realize it was happening. Okay. It wasn't until I actually went and asked, Haley, something's not right here. Right. So let me go try to fix it. And I was just super hard on myself. And, you know, listen, I'm being truthful here. I'm almost 49 years old. I still struggle with it. I still struggle with, you know, thinking that I'm not worthy of certain things and I just have to acknowledge it and take it for what it is and move on and be like, no, no, I am. And the biggest way to do that is affirmations. Okay. And saying something like, I am worthy. I am worthy. I am just as worthy, deserving, and capable of my ideal outcome as anybody on this planet. And you are. You are. You just have to believe it. Okay. If you believe that you're not, then you won't. If you believe that you are, then you'll get it. So you have to understand that we all make mistakes. There is no perfect human being on this planet Earth. There never was and there never will be. Okay. And that's just the way life is. So don't get caught up in eating yourself up for mistakes. You're supposed to make them. You can forgive others. You can forgive yourself. You have to let go. I'm not sure of the timing of the episodes, but I just interviewed Dr. Joe Vitale, who was from the movie The Secret. And he shared that with me today. You have to give yourself, you have to let it go. You have to let your, you have to let all the stuff go in your life. And those things have been super powerful for me to be able to just give yourself a little bit of grace. Like, you know, especially if you're not accomplishing everything that you want to do, or if you have a super busy life and, you know, you feel like the world is the weight of the world is on your shoulders, right? You just have to give yourself a little bit of grace because it's going to be okay. And you don't have to do everything all the time. You're trying your best, right? You're trying your best. Just don't be so hard on yourself. We put all of this pressure and like a lot of the limitations and the pressure doesn't come from other people. It comes from you, comes from you. And you have control over that. You just like a lot of the times we're just subconsciously doing this stuff and we don't even realize it's happening. So that's why I say, hey, look, ask for help. Go find a coach, go find a mentor, go find a counselor, you know, talk to somebody, talk to somebody who will not judge you. And I think that those things will move the needle in your life or maybe help you move forward and start letting go of the past. Those are the four things. Those are the four pieces of advice I would give to the younger version of myself. And, you know, I would encourage you to maybe go through that exercise. It was pretty powerful for me. I wrote it all out. And, you know, I hope that this something lands with you and you're able to move past a few things because that's really what it's all about. It's just moving forward. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening. And if you have any thoughts that you want to share with me, again, my email is always open, brian at w2prisonbreak.com. Just send me a note. I'll respond to you. I don't check my email very often, but I will respond to you. I really am just grateful that you're giving me the opportunity to share my message. And I just hope you have an excellent, excellent day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the W2 Prison Break Show. Don't forget, you can watch all full episodes on our YouTube channel. Definitely check that out and please subscribe. Go to www.w2prisonbreak.com to learn more. If you like this show, please leave us a rating and review so we can continue to support you and the thousands of others planning their W-2 prison break. Here's to busting you out.